Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be beta males get friend zoned. Well, I've got an email here from a viewer. He started dating a gal that he met on Match.com about three months or so ago. Thought everything was going great. She was obviously really into him at first, was blowing up his phone, sending all kinds of texts. He's thinking, this is wonderful. The games are over. I finally met the right girl for me. And then, just as he's thinking, he's she mentions going away for a long weekend, so he's thinking, finally, I'm going to be able to seal the deal. Well, shortly thereafter, she says, and this is over text, mind you, and keep in mind, he's falling for this girl. He's on the love boat in his, his words, and she says, I think I want to go solo for, for now. It's been fun. See you later. So he's thinking things are going along great. And then all of a sudden, he's going solo now, which is not what he wanted. So I wrote a quote on this topic, and then we're going to go through his email and kind of analyze where he may have gone wrong. It looks like he's already kind of read my book and started to get an idea of where he went wrong. But like I said, we'll go through his email and analyze his approach and see what he needs to do differently and what he needs to do to give himself a chance in case this girl happens to reach back out in the future so he can get another shot at dating her. And so the quote says, Women want men who know how to act like men. They don't want to train or teach a boy how to be a man. They don't want to make the choices or the plans for dates either. They want a man who has a plan so they can simply sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey as it unfolds. An alpha male knows what he wants, expects to get it, and then goes after it without fear of the consequences or potential for rejection. A beta male often acts like he is afraid of his own shadow, can't make a decision, and all too often defers to the woman to make the decisions so he can wait on her hand and foot like a good little boy or personal butler. Alpha males get the girl. Beta males get blue balls, blown off, and friend-zoned. Biggest complaint I hear from women all the time, from female clients and women that I, that I just know, that I'm friends with, or I just happen to be talking to, because especially once they find out what I do for a living, they all have the same fucking complaint. Where are all the guys? Most guys are such fucking pussies. I mean, we're talking like the overwhelming majority, hence that's why my book's How to Be a 3% Man, because it's really bad out there. And if you're a guy that's learning the stuff that I'm teaching, it's like women are just dying to meet a guy like you that knows what you're doing because so many guys don't. And even the guys that don't, they're, they're not open to learn about this stuff. Don't believe me? Learn the stuff that I teach and then try to get your guy friends to start doing the same thing. It's amazing how much resistance you get because you'll be thinking, it's so much easier when you do it this way. The average guy, because men tend to be egocentric, Especially when it comes to women, they, they're not open to taking advice. They'd rather just keep failing than admit they got a problem or that their game just sucks. So let's go through his email. He says, hey, Corey, here are the ba- basics. I'm 42 years old and I met a girl who was 31 via match in Minneapolis. We're very similar in world travels, time outside of the U.S., and a recent relocation back to Minnesota. Why the fuck would you want to live? I have clients that live in Minnesota. I'm thinking – I had a buddy, a really good high school buddy that lived up there. And I mean, in the middle of summer, it's fucking cold. It's like in the 50 degrees in the middle of summer. I'm thinking, why? Why? 
But that's just my opinion. Some people like the cold weather, but me, I, I like the water in Florida and the warm weather. He says, we met just prior to New Year's Eve. Here is our history. We, you know, what's interesting, history sta also stands for his story. Because usually men are the ones that write history, interestingly, when you study history. We had a couple of dates near New Year's, one kiss, and she cooled things off. I kind of became a bitch and said I would be friends with her. Now, why the hell would you want – a lot of guys think, okay, well, that's – all right. Well, I'll just be your friend for a while. And then when she finds out how awesome I am, then she's going to definitely want to have sex with me and have babies. That's what you see in the movies all the time. Hey, if it works in the movies, you've seen the same thing over and over a couple thousand times. By the time you become an adult, you start to believe that bullshit. He says, we do have lots in common as I lived in the same cities in Europe and in New York City. We texted and had a few dates again a month later. Nothing major, just daily texts like, hi, handsome, and sorry, love, missed your call. T way too much chit-chatting going on. The phone is for setting dates. That's right off the bat. That's one of your big problems. Guys think they got to chit-chat. Oh, she'll like me more if I sit here and have a text conversation with her for an hour or two. Like sometimes I talk to guys and they're like, oh, yeah, we, we send about 150 texts back in a week. I'm thinking 150 texts in a week? I don't even send that many in a fucking month. It's like that's that's ridiculous. And sometimes I've talked to people that's like 50 or 100 texts a day. It's like, dude, don't you have a life? Do you work? I mean, how, how do you time, find t time to sleep or even go to the gym or go grocery shopping? Like, what the fuck? But you do that. You chit-chat on the phone like that too long. Instead of just making dates, now you're not mysterious. Now she knows everything that's going on with, with you in your life because she's chatting with you every day. And by the time your date rolls around, she cancels on you or is bored on your date because she already knows what your whole week's been about. Remember, it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. And when you're chit-chatting like this, as soon as you meet a girl, you never give her any time and space to wonder about you, to think about you, to gush about you to all of her girlfriends, which causes her attraction level to grow. If you're chit-chatting all the time, you're just, quite frankly, another dude throwing his dick at her. And most women have lots of guys throwing their dicks at her. Right? It's like, dude, be different. Be a guy that they have to wonder about. Because guys that have lots of choices and lots of options, they're not throwing their dicks at anybody. They're sitting there going, ah, I got these three girls I want to go out with. I mean, I only got one night open this week. Hmm. Which one should I go out with? We had dates and a couple of minor makeout sessions, but no sex. However, she started talking about taking a weekend trip. <gasps> so I thought things would become more intimate at that point. Sounds like you're sitting around waiting for her. To be the man and tell you what to do. It doesn't sound – you're kind of like along for the ride. You're not really directing things. The idea is to direct things but let the woman experience like she's in control so to speak because if she's reaching out to you, she's reaching out when she's thinking about you. And If you follow what I teach in my book, usually by the second or third week, that starts to happen. It becomes her idea to get together. Why? Because she contacted you. She's not going to ask you out on a date. But just the very fact that she reaches out to you, you assume she wants to see you and then you make a date and then you get off the phone. It confirms that you're interested in her but since you didn't spend very much time on the phone, now she's thinking, great, what am I going to wear? 
He didn't. Have, he was busy. Wonder what he's doing. Wonder what he, this guy's so mysterious. He's so different than everybody. I gotta call my girlfriends up and get their opinion on this. They call all their girlfriends and they talk for hours and hours about you and you're busy working out or doing whatever it is that you're doing, and she's thinking about you and talking about you to all of her girlfriends. And so by the time you finally meet up for the date, she's got herself all worked up and is all excited about it. You didn't do anything. But if you're texting her all the time. She doesn't have time to talk about you to her girlfriends because there's, no, there's nothing mysterious. There's nothing to wonder about, to think about, to hash out or to wonder. Less really is more. He says the problem problems began the day she called it off via text with the classic, I want to be solo with no further explanation. Well, dude, it's not that the problems began then. It's like the problems began pretty much the moment you started interacting with her. After reading your book, I realized I was being too available and not letting her do any of the pursuing. I was always available, sending back texts within the hour, etc. It just felt so good and I thought that the games were over and we were on the love boat together. The love boat soon will be taking another run. I think that's how it went. When I was a kid growing up, that show was on in the early 80s. Kind of makes you feel like it's, I'm kind of old. Like 45, it's, maybe that is old, but shit, I remember that. After calling it off, I called her for a short chat for closure. He says, I know, I know, weakness. He says, we agreed to talk later. Then I ignored her call and just sent a text that I appreciated her call. After a week, I got an invitation from her that she would like to come see me for breakfast. Breakfast? How about dinner? See, this is where it's like you start to change your approach. You realize she's basically put you in friend zone once or twice, called it off below. I just want to go solo. So what that tells me you're probably pursuing a little too much and you're smothering her because you're thinking relationship. You're thinking where are you going to get married at? What church? Where are you going to take her on a honeymoon? What are your kids going to look like? And meanwhile, you haven't even had sex yet at this particular point. You've only kissed a few times. And so she could tell and so she pushes you away. And so that's when you – hopefully you find out about my work and you – when that happens, when a woman pushes you away, when she sticks you in friend zone, when she stops being enthusiastic about spending time with you in a romantic setting, that's it. That's when you pull the ripcord. It's – Hey, give me a call if you change your mind. And from that point forward, you're never going to call or text her again ever for any fucking reason. She's, you gave her the gift of your time, too much of your time. And for your troubles, you got blue balls and you got stuck in friend zone. And all the heartbreak that goes along with it, which that ain't fun. Therefore, it needs to be her idea. You tried it your way. You tried over pursuing and approaching and calling and being too available and being her emotional tampon on the phone. But now that you found my work, you're going to start being mysterious and you're simply going to, when she reaches out, say, hey, it's great to hear from you. I can't really make breakfast, but you know what? We should definitely get together for dinner. When are you free? You, she has to come to you, just like I talk about in the article, Seven Principles to Get an Ex Back. Because you know, breakfast is kind of like friends thing, not too serious, not too – can't turn, you know, because remember, the, the, like I talk about in my book, a man's job is to create an opportunity for sex to happen in the evening. If you're going to breakfast, well, she's now she's got everything that's going to happen in her day that's going to get in the way of you and her eventually 
bumping uglies. And I don't care what you say or what your moral compass is. At some point, the bottom line is you asked a girl out because the thought crossed your mind, it really would be nice to have sex with that young lady. I'd really like to hook up with her. Bottom line is that crosses your mind. You, you know, if you're a type of person that says, "Oh, I'm going to wait until my wedding night or I get married," whatever. Bottom line is you saw something inside you went swing, and you wanted to hook up. So, bottom line is from a guy's perspective, because us guys need simple instructions: hang out, have fun, hook up. That's your formula, and that's all you really have to worry about: the relationship and marriage. The woman will bring that shit up. If you just create one fun-filled romantic opportunity for sex to happen after another, once she starts reaching out to you, which usually happens after only the first two or three weeks, it's pretty easy at that point. She'll talk you into becoming her boyfriend and eventually talk you into either living together or getting married. It's a pretty fucking simple formula. He says, I just told her that I was out of town. Then she texted me again to ask about the weekend. So you notice how everything's completely changed. He's all over her and she wants to go solo. Now he's kind of stonewalling her and pushing her away, which obviously I wouldn't have been doing at this point. But I don't think he had found out about my work. But you see the complete 180 degree shift in her behavior. He went from being all over to now it seems like he's not even interested anymore. And look what effect it has on her actions. I want to believe that I was too much of a beta male and she made a mistake, maybe trying to teach me to be more of a man. Probably on a subconscious level, she's not thinking about it. She's just responding like women respond. And why do they respond that way? Well, talk to the big man upstairs. He designed women and men that way. And that's I just teach you how to decipher it and how to interact with them in ways that get you what you want. And that there is a future in this thing. I really have a lot of feelings for her, but again, it's preliminary. I really don't know what she is like in a day-to-day personal sense. I wanted to get advice on options. Number one, I can forget her. My little bit of heartache is over. Number two, I can meet with her and get some insight on why she called it off. Dude, you will fucking never get a straight answer if you go and arrange a get-together especially like lunch or something. No fucking way. Hang out, have fun, hook up. Anything else is just complicating the issue. I'm not sure how the conversation would go. Either friend zone, I made a mistake, or just be nice. He says, after six dates, we were never really together, so it's hard to give it a pass and simply start it up again if that becomes an option. It's really simple, dude. The kiss, Keep it simple, stupid, K-I-S-S. That's what that stands for. She reaches out, you assume she wants to see you, and you create an opportunity for sex to happen. Since she's jerked you around and blown you off, she needs to come to your place to make dinner together. And I discuss how to handle any objections that she's going to offer you in seven principles to get an ex back. And she says, well, let's meet out or let's go to breakfast, let's go to lunch. I say, no, nah, it's been a long week and I'm just in the mood to hang at my place. If you don't want to come over and make dinner together, then give me a call in two or three weeks and maybe I'll be up for something like that then. And then you say nothing. Wait to see what she says. She'll go, oh, okay, what's your address? And then you text it to her. She'll go, okay, I'll give you a call later. Great. Next time she reached out, same thing. You're not going out of your way for her. You already tried that approach. And all it did was give you a bad case of blue balls and get your friend zone. Therefore, if she wants a chance to see you, she must come to you. 
come come over, make dinner together, hang out, have fun, have fun, have fun, have fun, have fun. So all of this BS about get some insight on why she called it off or why did she friend zone me or say I made a mistake or just be extra nice. Hang out, have fun, hook up. An alpha male knows what to do. Think about it. James Bond in every movie when he wants a woman, he creates an opportunity for sex to happen. And it's always in the evening. Isn't that interesting? Hanging out, having fun and hooking up. It always happens like that. He says, number three, I can text or call her indicating that I want to respect her desire to no longer be in a relationship. Dude, you were never in a relationship. That's totally inappropriate. Then give it a month and then contact her or maybe I will be in a different place then. No way. You don't run after somebody who blows you off like that. The greatest gift that you can give any other human being is the gift of your time. And this approach that you've listed here is basically saying your time is completely fucking worthless. Please waste as much of it as possible. No one will ever do or say anything to you that you don't invite them to do. He says maybe there is some other option. Yeah, do nothing. Follow exactly what I teach in Seven Principles to get an X back. Never call or contact her again. If she ever reaches out, assume she wants to see you and make a date in the evening at your place that can potentially lead to sex. Hang out, have fun, hook up. Anything else that you're talking about here is just going to confuse the issue and you're going to cock block yourself. I did read through your book and that tells me you thumb through it. Bullshit. You need to read the fucking book, dude. If you want to get serious about this part of your life and get a handle once and for all so these blue ball episodes are a thing of the past, then you need to actually read the book. No fucking half-assing it. What I teach is not a quick fix. What I teach is how to be the fucking ultimate man so you get everything that you want in every area of your life. No fucking shortcuts, dude. And anybody else that tells you that there's a shortcut to success is totally full of fucking shit and blowing sunshine up your ass trying to sell you some kind of fucking product. And here I am giving you all of my best stuff for free. And why would I be able to do that? Because what I teach works. Go look at the reviews on Amazon. I think last I checked, it's like 4.7 out of 5 stars. That's better than Tony Robbins and anybody else has got self-help books out there. That's, that speaks for itself. Look at all the, the positive feedback on my YouTube comments and all the thumbs up I get on my videos. It's pretty fucking obvious. I don't see anybody else doing that. Everybody else is you got to jump through your butt and spend thousands of dollars in CDs and seminars and boot camps and this and that. Fuck that noise. It's not necessary. He says, I also did – I read through your book and also the article on seven ways to get an ex back. But it's odd as we were very preliminary in their relationship. So you read seven principles to get an ex back and just discarded everything. And, and these three questions that you've asked me here – it's like, dude, you need to go back and read it again. I told you exactly what you need to do. The answers are right there. But it's like you're stuck in continuing on with the same failed approach. If you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to continue to get what you've always got. And obviously, if you were happy with those results, you wouldn't have written me in the first place. He says, most likely it would be step one, stating my intentions to be in a romantic relationship with her. Absolutely not, dude. Hang out, have fun, hook up. Create an opportunity for sex time. He says, but that's not really where we're at now. How do I reset? You do nothing. Next time she reaches out, you assume she wants to see you 
and you invite her over to your place to make dinner together. And if she doesn't want to do that, then you do the takeaway. Say, hey, I'm just in the mood to hang at my place. If you don't want to come over, then give me a call in two or three weeks and maybe I'll be up for going out or meeting you out for drinks or breakfast or whatever. But say she does call you in two or three weeks, same thing. Ah, it's just things have been, I've just been real jammed up lately. But you know what? I'd love to get together and have a nice quiet evening. We make dinner together. If she's reaching out to you, she's going to be a hell of a lot more flexible to do that versus you pursuing her. So if I were you, you need to read the book 10 to 15 times and you need to review seven principles to get an X back because the answer is right there in black and white. And if you apply it, it will give you the best possible chance to hang out, have fun and hook up with this girl and eventually progress it to where you are on the love boat. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon. 